Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Come through, queen. I want to see you. Come through, queen. Hi, everyone. It's Dan. And Brendan. And this is Come Through, Queen. Hi, Brendan. Hey. What a week. What a week. Four Housewives series, one Vanderpump Rules trailer. There's a lot going on. And one call from... Wait, first, I saw Parasite, everyone go see it. But no spoilers, but everyone go see it. Yeah, I'm going to see it. But let's talk about another Parasite. (laughs) Get out of here. (laughs) No, she's a good woman who gives exceptional customer service. She really is. Uh, Kimberly... D. Kimberly D. So yesterday I was went out to go get my lunch um, during for work. Wait, I fully intended on saying Kimberly and then whatever her last name is, but I can't remember. It's like DePaulo. DePaulo. Okay. DePaulo. 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 Okay. I don't think it's DePaulo. DePaulo. Yeah. Okay. Um, I was going out to grab some lunch, and I was like walking. I was listening mm. to like a podcast or something. I was walking. This and- podcast. Never. None, none other exists, though. <laughs> Never listened to this one. Um, I was walking into the place, and I like got a call, and I looked at my phone, mm. and it was a number I didn't recognize, which I've been picking up more of those recently in case somebody I may have donated to calls me. Yeah. Um, I always try to furiously Google the number as it's ringing. But like I was walking. I, won't stop me. Okay. Yeah. Wild. Yeah. And I have a rule with numbers I pick up and don't pick up. So I get a lot of spam calls mm. from Georgia because mm. of where I'm. But isn't it usually like 
your area code. And then that's like a, a hint for you. That it's going to be like a spam call? Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what I mean. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, it's my area code, which is Georgia. Um, and that's how I know not to pick it up. But this wasn't my area code. This was a New Jersey number. Mm-hmm. Um, a 201, I believe. That's a New Jersey number, right? Couldn't tell you. And so I was like, okay, I'll pick it up. And I picked it up. It was like, hello? She, she goes, Brendan? It's Kim D from Posh. <laughs> I was like, oh. oh, I was like, hey. Uh, so were you expecting this all in your mind or no? So deep in my mind, maybe, because I told y'all that I ordered a calendar. That was the last time I talked to Kim D. Yeah. I ordered a calendar and I kind of knew in the moments that I was ordering my calendar, I was like, she might've just gotten my address wrong mm. and it hadn't come. And that was a few weeks ago, a couple weeks ago. I couldn't, I can't remember Jimbo mentioned receiving his calendar last week. Did you mention not receiving yours? Yeah, I think so. Could she have listened to the podcast? Maybe. I'm yes, I'm sure. <laughs> and she went through a Rolodex to find yes, my number. Brendan. So turns out she got my phone number wrong. I mean not uh, my address. phone number, my address wrong. She got the phone number right. She got the phone number right. <laughs> I hope she texts. Um she called me sweetie. Mm. Um I haven't gotten it yet, but this was yesterday. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's so, not going to like FedEx it to you. But she's putting it back in the mail. So I'm here to say, if if Posh still has calendars left and you want to talk to Kim D, she has great phone manner. Like, mm. she's great on the phone. Yeah. You feel seen. Mm. It's She she called me sweet. It felt you like... You feel she, sweet. It felt like we were connecting in the mm, moment. Mm. Like, I was just somebody who wanted a product from her and she was just the... She was just the person providing that product. I... I bet you, and I'm not sure this is something you or I want to commit to, if we asked her, she would, like, call in. Probably. But let's not ask her. <laughs> I, but I thought you were going to say, and I bet, I bet you, if you are anyone who walks into Posh, like, seriously considering, like, buying something or actually mm. looking for clothes, I bet you that Kim D will help you find mm. stuff in your size. She'll say <laughs> what's been selling great. Is that the... The bare minimum. <laughs> okay, but like, hello. Okay. She's a TV star. Sure, sure, sure. You would oh. think otherwise. Oh, like she would have someone else do it. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like, but I think she has like a love for it. This is the most surprising part of it mm-hmm. for me. This is why it's like a thing. Mm-hmm. Because she is like the TV star, so you'd think sure, she would have sure, like sure, her sure. sales people like do all this brunt work. Yeah, I know, but for her, she's a TV star, but she's not a TV star that's making money from being on TV, from like... The actual act of being on TV. She's making money from the fact that she has appeared on TV. Now let's hustle. She's a hustler. You know what I mean? She's a hustler. It's like, nev- forget Jennifer Lopez. Forget Constance Wu. Yeah. Kim D is the hustler. Kim D. I'll never forget last Halloween when Andy had her dress as a cockroach. <laughs> and a cockroach, you mean. In the um, Watch Happens Live studio. Mm. To guests, Whoopi Goldberg and Julianne Moore. Look up the photos. Wow. Um, she's also queen of content. She posts on Instagram constantly. A hot dog. I was able to scroll through to February where she posted a picture of a... It was like a darkened room where she was eating a hot dog. Or a hot dog <laughs> on a table with the caption, hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Which, that's great contact, content. It makes you think. It makes you think a few things. Off season for a hot dog February. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. Did mm. she mean, what is this hot dog thinking? <laughs> it's a comment on the pork industry yes. and how it's mm. bad for the environment, possibly. Mm, sure, sure, sure. As sure. we were discussing before we started yeah. recording. Tune into our Patreon content for <laughs> the pre-show and after show. Okay. It's a big day. It's a big, We have four shows. We have plenty of news. 
Let's move on from Kimberly D. Okay, so let's talk about the Vanderpump Rules trailer, and I just want to get into it a little bit. So, Stassi Schroeder, this is coming from um, BravoTV.com. Mm. This is Bible, obviously. The trailer was released today. Go watch it. Um, this says, Stassi Schroeder's fiance, Bo Clark, as well as new Sir Staffers, Bet- Brett Caprioni, Charlie Burnett, Danica Dow, Dana Cathan, Max Boyens, and James Kennedy's longtime girlfriend, Ra- Raquel Levis, who LVP confirmed had been hired at Sir during the Season 7 reunion, also joined the cast. Fans are familiar with Bo and Raquel, who have left their mark on previous seasons of Pump Rolls, but viewers will have to tune in to see how the other new members of the team will acclimate to life at the always dramatic Sir. The newbies join um, Vanderpump Rules OGs, Ariana Maddox, Brittany Cartwright, Jax Taylor, James, Katie Maloney-Schwartz, Kristen Duty, Lala Kent, Sheena Shea, Stassi, Tom Sandoval, and Tom Schwartz. And yet, they don't use Stassi's last name. <laughs> well, they, they named her earlier. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, they did the same with uh, James. Okay. And yes, Queen Bee slash Sir Boss LVP will also be right there, reigning over the entire crew. She said, I mean, it's great to have new faces, but their problems seem as complicated as the predecessors. <laughs> so I want to talk about the title cards, because mm. this is important. They threw a bunch of names at us in the beginning, and not all of the newbies made the title cards. Ooh, you put some like um, commentary in here, too. Yes, and I put some commentary, because things are a-changing at Sir, and I think we're going to see that represented in um, the next season. Sure. And I think it's why they added so many new people. Okay. So Jax... Okay, the first title card is Jax, Brittany, Bo, and Stassi. But... Jax seems to be bartending in the title card or pouring something. He could just be pouring a glass of wine... For if himself. If they're sitting at a table at uh, Tom Tom or something. Yeah. Who knows? Brittany is out of uniform, which is a first for her. Well, she's got to focus on the wedding and on Meemaw. Yeah, so she's no longer working. I don't think they're pretending she's working at Sir anymore. Okay. Bo and Stassi, of course, aren't wearing uniforms. Stassi hasn't worn a uniform since, like, the season two sure. trailer. Um, Tom Schwartz was looking smoking. And I haven't said nice things about Tom Schwartz in a while. Yeah, it's been a few years. He was looking smoking. Katie Maloney, first time out of a uniform. Oh, you really noticed some things. Yes. Though, if you are a hawk-eyed person like I am, that's... Vanderpump Rules trailer has always begun with a shot of Katie Maloney's back mm, in yes, uniform yes, 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 walking yes. away from us. Yes. So that is still there. Mm. But her title card shot, she's out of uniform for the first time. Sure. And then we've got newbie Max, um, who seems to be just in like a tux or something. He could, I think he's the Tom... If I'm... This could be wrong because I haven't really done a deep dive in the new people. But I think he's like a manager at Tom. Tom. Again, don't quote me on that. So he's wearing like a suit or something, which mm. would be appropriate for that. Oh, I think he's the like the assistant manager of Tom Tom or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Dana, who I already stand, sir, uniform. Is she? Is she or Danica Sheena's friend? She is. I don't. I think Danica might be Sheena's friend. Yeah, Dana is more. I think Dana was a Lala friend. Mm. Dana okay. also, I think, is bisexual. Oh, good. Queen. Um, then we have Tom, Ariana, James, and Brett, right. who's a new person. Interesting that it's not James and Raquel. Right. Raquel is not in the title card. We were expecting that. I know. And then um, Lala, not in uniform. Sheena in uniform. Good. I, like, when she dies, like, she should be in uniform. And then Kristen Duty holding that 
glass of, glass wine. of red wine. Swirling it about. I mean, thank God she's there. But I think it's also interesting, 15 people total in this sequence, aside from Lisa, so 16 total, and that's up from 11 people who were holding trays slash were named in last year's title card. Okay. But we're adding... Was Bo in the title sequence last year? Bo was not holding a tray, I don't believe. Max, Dana, and um, Brett. Brett are the new people. That's four. That's 11 uh, plus four. Uh, okay. For some reason, I thought so it was five. Was... I was like worried someone was cut for a minute. No one was cut. I mean, if anyone was cut, it probably would have been duty. What well, are your thoughts on the trailer? Okay. Well, first of all, my first reaction was like waiting to see duty in the opening sequence. And she was last. I wasn't even sure that we were going to get the opening sequence. Because do we normally get... I don't know. Like with Vanderpump Rules, the rules are different. The rules are different than... Um, a Real Housewives. Yeah, this was weird. They put the opening sequence at the end of the trailer, which yeah. Housewives doesn't do. Never, never. Like, we didn't even get the first episode of Atlanta with the opening sequence. Yeah. It was just released today, I think. Yeah. So, the trailer itself. I'm glad we're going in a more artistic direction. Structured beautifully. Like, it's... Instead of... Sh- <laughs> I guess, like... This is the reverse of show and not tell. This is more tell and don't don't show. Well, Lisa needs a role. Yeah. So Lisa now is only going to be on this show, not on Beverly Hills. So like she's more of a narrator here. Mm-hmm. She's Though, talking about the history, yeah. friendships, this. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. But I love the amount of vintage footage in this trailer. Right. Like despite the fact that I'm looking forward to a new season... I'll see it when I see it. Like, I don't need to be, like, whiplashing, head spinning. I don't know what's going on. Everyone's screaming. Mm -hmm. Instead, from this, I'm getting what the story we're trying to tell. Yeah, we're setting up some clear conflicts that are about to come. We have Jax versus, like, his old boyfriends. And by boyfriends, I mean Tom and Tom. Yeah. We've got the Witches of WeHo versus Kristen. Yeah. We've got these new characters who, the way that it was integrated into this trailer, I was like, oh yeah, I already care. Like, I honestly already care. Don't know you, but I care. Yeah. Who loves who? Who doesn't love you? I think that the way they're doing this, like, chalk it... I hate to compare everything to New York, but like chalking it full uh, in a transition season where they need to make some changes. Yeah. Chalking it full as as many people as we can and seeing what sticks. I mean, we're not the only people who said this, but many people have said this. We need fresh blood. Yeah. We need Vanderbilt Valley and we need Vanderbilt Pools. Right. Like and we, if this is our transitional season, so be it. Right. We can't, we cannot just be following the same old people over to Vanderbilt Valley because like it makes no sense if the show's still called Vanderpump and we have to have, Vanderpump Rules has to have Lisa Vanderpump. Yeah. It is not Vanderpump Rules without it. Because who's going to rule? And I feel like uh, new people will give Lisa more reason to be in the shot. Right. Put Dana in her place. Because there's no reason... Slap Max. There's no reason for Lisa to be involved in these people who don't work at the restaurant's lives. Right. That's why... I mean, like, that's why they've been having to ask her to, like, officiate weddings. weddings. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. host my engagement party. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah. I'm excited. I... Three years ago, around this time, actually, it might have been, like, this date, I wrote... 
a piece mm. calling Vanderpump Rules the best television show on television. And look at you now. That Lisa Vanderpump still mentions in interviews. <laughs> She's like, Vanity Fair. Yeah. <laughs> One set. <laughs> As if I'm Graydon Carter himself. As if it was like a printed article. She doesn't know. <laughs> she doesn't know that I interviewed her while sitting in a closet at work. <laughs> oh my God. Come out of that closet, Brendan. Okay. Last but not least, the fact that it, it's premiering January 7th, which we're used to a late November, early December. Yeah. Vanderbump Rules premiere. Yeah. But I kind of like it. Like, we're used to early. Like, we've gone from early November in 2016 yeah. to mid November to like December. And then now we're after the holidays. But you know what? I like that more. Because, like, November, December is not the time I want to be, like, glomming onto new things. Right. You have to glom onto some turkey at Thanksgiving. Yeah, cranberry sauce. And some ham at Christmas. The seven fishes. The seven fishes. What are the seven? Is it a salmon? No, it's not. A tuna? It's not. The seven fishes are not a set seven. That's why. They're the same seven? No, it's not a set seven. It's, like, whatever seven you could come up with. Okay. But, like, in my family, it's... Like the fourteen fishes. Wow. Well, yeah. Wow. Wow. What privilege. <laughs> what privilege. <laughs> uh, so no, I'm glad to like get through 2020. New year. Get through 2020. <laughs> yeah. Like get through like the the start of it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And then start start fresh. Yeah. With Vanderpump. Same. I I am too. I'm looking at you, Dana. Can't wait to stand. I already followed her. Mm-hmm. I'm making some... Are I've you trying been... to, like, do what we've done before? Like, get it on the ground floor? No, no, no. I have followed her on Instagram, which isn't my preferred. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I've been doing... I've been following announced casts earlier these days. Like, I've been following mm-hmm. Garcelle, who was already famous, yeah, but yeah. in Sutton. Yeah. From yeah. Beverly Hills. You so I've what, been doing a little bit of that. You know what's so hard? Like... Leah Mob. This is a little meta mm-hmm. in terms of conversation, but like it's so hard for me to like wrap my head around like if we were to actually promote this podcast in any way, like promoting it on channels that that like I don't care about, like Instagram. I think we should do more Instagram. Mm. There's all those like Bravo accounts that are and like And it feels like like it's like no shade to like Instagram lovers, but it feels like a lower common denominator than like a twit, like what you need to succeed on Twitter. Well, here's what happens. Mm. I In mean, you are a social media professional. This day and age, it's like the stuff you see on Twitter goes to Instagram mm. as memes these yeah. days, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then, liter- then a year later, <laughs> literally, like I would say, probably like. A week and a half later, it's um, on Facebook. Someone in my office yesterday showed me a meme I had seen on Twitter a week and a half ago. Mm. The one that mm. like was like, the if the presidential candidates were asked if they had a gay experience, and it went down, and it was mm. like funny. And like, yeah, the yeah, end yeah. one was that. like, yeah, yeah. then one was Kamala going, "I was the first cop at Stonewall." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone in my office like pointed, like was like in a meeting, like was like, "Haha, this is so funny," and I like didn't tell him that mm. I had seen it literally a week and a half ago on Twitter. Mm. Yeah. So Twitter for life. Yeah. Although I do, our Facebook community this week has been. Popping off. Oh, yeah. Facebook groups are different. Facebook groups, it's like a Facebook different Facebook groups is like full of people who want like the news fast, which is weird. I almost wish they, like I don't like the fact that when someone messages me on Facebook, like it opens another app. 
but I do wish a Facebook group app existed. Oh, just like a app for just fa- your Facebook groups. Yeah, they have. They are prioritizing in-app. If you there's like a new feature on mm. the bottom dock that like yeah. you click on and it's only groups because mm. they are prioritizing it. Mm. They're not prioritizing getting rid of like fake ads. But no. yeah, I love it. Lie to me. <laughs> Lie to me. Okay, let's move on to Tinsley. Are you, tell us. Okay, Real Housewives of where? Real Houses of New York's um, Tinsley Mortimer will eventually be moving to Chicago to be with on-again boyfriend, um, Coupon Cabin CEO, Scott Kluth, Tinsley Kluth, um, after finally getting her happy ending. A source has exclusively um, told Us Weekly. So Mortimer, who is 44, is expecting to leave New York once season 12 of Roni stops filming because Scott is proposing soon. She's moving for love. This is a very happy time for her in her life right now, and everyone is rooting for her and Scott. They have addressed all their issues and no longer want to live without each other. She's very, very happy. Um, And then I had heard rumors that she was leaving Roni mid-season is what people were saying. The internet was a buzz. Oh, yeah. This was like this past Friday, I think. Yeah. People were saying that she was leaving mid-season to be the person who, like, is the center, um, whatever they would hold Bean. in Chicago. Bean for Real Housewives well, No, that would be Boston, I guess. A deep Chicago dish. would be, like... A deep dish slice. No, that's, like, two Jersey. It would have to be, like... I, like, a vortex of wind. Okay. Because it's, like, the windy city. Like, they were, like, uh, Naruto the airbender or something. <laughs> I hope you die. <laughs> I hope you're happy. Um, no... Let we gotta get like cameras up on two new cities. Yeah, the last uh, it's been four years, almost four years since we had new cities. Yeah, what cities? So Chicago, Chicago, and San Francisco. Oh, yeah. Okay, I bet they want to go south again. South, like. Like Southern Charm? Like, I bet they want to do, like, something like that. Like, something in that area. Mm. Like, like Real Housewives of Savannah or something. We already have, like, a Southern Charm franchise. I want, like, a... I want a San Francisco that's, like, heavily an Asian community. Yeah, right. We need that. Not Real Housewives of Boston? Wasn't that like a big parody video for like a yeah. while? No, yeah. that was like early days Housewives yeah. parody video. But we need we need Chicago, we need San Francisco mm-hmm. right now. Or maybe Bravo should start investing in the um, international cities. Get mm. them canon. Let's go to London. Revisit Ladies of London. Well, we were talking about earlier uh, cable and like cable plans and da da da. If Bravo had a five a five dollar a month app or like subscription Mm -hmm. we we all would pay it that would do what for you though give us everything we're getting now plus all the international plus like curate all the after show would we get everything live yeah live live tv live 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 and then i want like the after show seamlessly airing right after the live show oh like watch revens live you mean no 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 you know, oh, the, like the YouTube the after, after show. show. Oh, yeah, yeah, that. I haven't dipped too much into it. I've dipped some into the after shows. Yeah. But I, like, some of them, I'm like, I'm done with that fight already. 
I know, but if it's all like so beautifully put together for like if you're watching the show and then it just starts coming on, sure. You would probably watch it. Sure. Yeah. Great. Bravo. Talk to me. Talk to Dan. Okay. Talk to us, Dan, about Vicky. Let's talk about Vicky. <laughs> Vicky, according to Us Weekly, time will tell if Vicky Gunvalson and Kelly Dodd can ever call a truce. But the OG of the OC is fed up with the negative energy after withdrawing her defamation lawsuit against her rock co-store. <laughs> a source sells Us Weekly exclusively. Vicky had intent to pursue, pursue legal recourse against Kelly Dodd and the network for defamation against her business. She has since dismissed the case against Bravo, Evolution Media, and Kelly Dodd. Vicky owes a legal and fiduciary duty to her company, staff, and clients. Her intent is to protect Coto Insurance and financial services from the meritless accusations from an upcoming episode. The source adds that Gumbelson spoke to the producers and has resolved the issue amicably. Us confirmed on November 4th that the Coto Insurance CEO withdrew the defamation lawsuit against Dodd, Bravo, and NBC Universal, mm. which he initially filed on November 1st. Just a quick three days later. Wow. <laughs> uh, in the suit, which I love this, which is essentially like the Shrizen effect, mm -hmm. Gumbelson claimed. That Dodd said her co-star preys on older people, is a con woman, and is engaged in fraud. Wow. So, like, we're now talking about this the week leading up to the episode, or two weeks le leading up to the episode. Mm -hmm. The episode's going to air. Talk it all over again. Right. <laughs> like, she's just making it worse. Yeah. So, the source explains to Us Weekly, Vicky has nothing to hide. She has a lot to say and is attending the reunion taping this week. She's tired of the negativity. She's looking forward to a successful ending of season 14 as it wraps up with the reunion this week. Earlier this month, a source, a source close to production of Bravo franchise confirmed to us that no scenes were edited out of season 14 of Orange County, which is currently airing. Which doesn't make any sense because, like, of course the episode was edited. It's whether... Like, the episode was done, and then they went back to edit it right, out. Right, yeah, they edited it after yeah. the fact, right. <clears throat> uh, their confrontation will still be seen in an upcoming <clears throat> episode, and Vicky is planning to attend the reunion, uh, production source said. That's interesting, because my first thought when I heard that Jane Rowe, which is what she filed the lawsuit under, um, was uh, filing the lawsuit. I was like, oh, there's no way that she's going to be allowed at the reunion. But now I think we're just going to get a very angry Andy. So, let's talk about the Jane Roe for a minute. Okay. That sort of thing is used to protect someone who, whose identity would be in danger right. for making it public. Like, the, like Roe versus Wade mm -hmm. is like about abortion, which is controversial. We know Vicky's the one who's <laughs> suing. Right. Like, who is this Jane Roe that is suing for defamation of somebody else? Well, she might get in trouble with Bravo, mm. Dan. Yeah, she might. <laughs> uh, and then the other side note is that we have heard that the reunion is taping this Friday. So, essentially, the day you're listening to this podcast, if you're a true loyal 
come through Queener. And if you're listening to us later than that, unsubscribe. We still love you. Just kidding. No, we still love you. I just think, like, if she's at her last wits and she's, like, trying to make some sort of point, like, she's, like, gone off the deep end because the thing that we know about Andy Cohen and Bravo and how they feel Mm. about these shows Mm. is that they hate when like legal gets involved. Well, your, their contracts say like, you cannot sue someone else in your cast. Adrian Maloof's impact. Yeah. Russell Armstrong's impact. And it's like really stupid for Vicky to do this. Cause I feel like she has, I wouldn't say redeemed herself, <clears throat> but people aren't sick of her. Like they were before. Like they welcome her presence now. I think. Do they? I don't know, like, watching the season... Do I? Watching the season, like, I didn't mind when Vicky was part of the the fun, because she wasn't controlling it. Oh, I... You you didn't want her at all. I've disliked the way that, like, she's been forced upon us when she, like, to me, clearly was not intended to be as much of the season as in Mm. the past. Interesting. Like, the whole, her birthday thing and then like the antics but I she barely hated. she barely said a word during the birthday As she was like running back to the bathroom for them i just like to me i but just... that was the bathroom thing was more i think a problem with uh tamra and shannon maybe i just maybe i just like am very tired of vicky okay. i could see her i mean i get tamra away too tamrat and we'll get to her oh can't we <laughs> uh, we have two quick things to discuss yeah First of all, I feel like I care about this so much more than you do. Well, I found this. I know. Found, I didn't discover it. But finding it and caring are two very different things. I care. Okay. I cared enough to post in the Facebook group. Hello. Okay. I cared enough to go to both of their profiles to confirm it. Yeah. Carrie Dewar was in New York City at lunch celebrating Bethany Frankel's 49th birthday. Wow. Without another recognizable face in sight. <clears throat> Except for Paul Burnin. Well, yeah. King. I think the key... What is this? What, the key what is be, this? There was a woman who was seated next to Bethany, a blonde woman. Okay. And she tagged. I didn't look in deeper. It must be her. They must have... She must have some connection to Carrie. And then, like... <clears throat> I'm sure Carrie was in town... This friend was like, Bethany, can I bring my friend Carrie along? And she was on Real Houses of Dallas. And Bethany was like, oh, yeah. This would be a fun moment for my Instagram. And she made it a thing. Oh, look, this crossover, Mm. yada, yada, yada. No, I do do give credit to that because, like, Bethany Frankel's Instagram. Like, what what are we doing? She, it's, it's a lot. I, I followed her a long time ago, and I unfollowed her because of this. And then you, you occasionally, like, get good bits by following her. But the fact that she posts 40 stories a day. Yeah, it's like, sometimes I'll, like, click into her story, and I'm like, oh, I was just looking at her story, but then I'll realize, no, I'm at the beginning of her story for a full 24 hours, but it's so ingrained in my brain. Yeah. And it's, like, her in her pajamas, her, like, without makeup on, and she's, like, making a point out of it. It's a lot of her in the car, a lot of Biggie and Smalls, a I lot of her, get, like, harassing I, Paul. I mean, a lot of back of brain. 
a lot of backup brand, but like we see Bren's face regardless. Yeah. Um, but there are fun parts. Like you'll get a tidbit like this. But like, can't we cure? Like, can't we get a manager? Can't we curate it? I think her her mindset is like, if people aren't watching me, then what's the point? You know, there's people who are like that. What's the point of doing anything in life if people aren't my audience? All right, what's the point, Yolanda? Tell us about Camille's tweet. So Camille Grammer tweeted that she is apparently going to start filming for the next season of, or this current season of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, and people are think that people think they're bringing her last minute because this season has been so boring, as has been documented by like any quote that any of the current housewives give. Believe that. And, like, that photo that was posted of all of them sitting at Kyle's house outside. Sans Denise. It's like, take a melatonin. Call me in the morning after you wake up. Yeah. Like, Erica Jane drinking tea. Looking so bored. Like, I at least give it to Garcelle, like, a glass of wine. That's what a housewife should have in her hand at a party. Yes. Yes. Okay, yeah. Can't so look forward for- to Camille. I mean, I support it if it's going to be Lisa Rinna yelling at Camille about politics. Okay, here is... Listen to this now and carry it with you for the next few weeks. If we see Camille in the trailer, we know it's a bad season. Okay. Because the fact that they would have to go and use this shit now... Means they have nothing else for the past six months they've been filming. Could you imagine Lisa Rinna walking to a lunch with Camille with wearing an Elizabeth Warren t-shirt? Wow. Um, let's take a quick break and we'll be back with four shows. All right. It's so good to be back in Atlanta. Yeah. I mean, normally four shows feels rough. But since two, we have two premieres. Two premieres, and it's like of easy... They're not easy, breezy seasons, but like it, they feel fresh. Yeah. So Atlanta was good, but it was, it's like a typical premiere. I just like, yeah, but it, for Atlanta, it's always feels, there's always like a lightness to it that like can mm. bring me through the day. It's always sunny. It's always sunny Atlanta. Yeah. That's, it really is like, most of their scenes are in the sun. Yeah. We don't get like a winter wonderland. Because Atlanta famously <laughs> does not turn into a winter wonderland yeah. except for like a day a year. Okay. So we're going to try to like breeze through the four shows. But we start opening scene. Twirl. 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 Can twirl. You She's back. With Brooklyn. Like the, the power of her starting the season and the power of Nini not being in this episode. Like the international implications. <laughs> the power of her appearing on, on uh, Wendy Williams with Nini Leake's close personal friend, yeah. Wendy Williams... Yeah. Who, Wendy claims to really like Kenya, but she did get in a lot of, well, your mother doesn't love you. Yes, well, your mother, (laughs) but but I do have to give Wendy credit, like, she always says that when she talks about Kenya, but like, to her face is another level. Yeah, and the next day she did go on like this long thing about how 
Nini's her friend, but Kenya's her friend on the couch and in her heart. Friend in her head. Hearts, she okay, said. Okay. Yeah. Um, also, Kenya being on Watch What Happens Live premiere night. Yeah. With, With Joel, Joel Kim, Kim Booster. And I will say, I checked. Kenya followed Joel, and huh. Joel didn't follow Kenya back. But what? Joel posted like a photo of the two of them. But they really did seem to hit it off. Like yeah. in a, they were like such good partners. Yeah, I mean Joel was ready to play. Yeah, in the right way though. Like not in the like because there were times where he was not kissing Kenya's ass, mm-hmm. which was great. Yeah, it was great. It was a great episode. Yeah. Okay, let's get back to Atlanta though. So we check in with Kenya. We know all's not right in the world. Right. But she doesn't know all is not right in the world. But right. she probably does. Right. She doesn't know we know. Yeah. She doesn't know production knows. She yeah. doesn't know production. Production might not know at this point. I mean, she thinks she's selling us the story. Right. But we know the story. The cutest baby I've ever seen. And I don't yeah. even, I famously don't like babies. Okay. No. Well, the baby's at like a good age. Because the baby is like seven months. Yeah. And just cute. Yeah. There, I've seen some seven-month-olds who are not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I won't name any names. Yeah, no, I That's mean... That's for the Patreon. The thing is, is, like, when you don't see a cute baby, like, you don't, like, say, oh, that's an ugly baby. You're just not celebrating it as loudly as the cute baby. True. Don't give away my secrets. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then we go over to Chateau Williams, where it's a very different feeling mm-hmm. in the house. Right. Because... One Dennis, fresh on the heels of Portia's having a baby, is not present. Yeah, and I feel for Portia. Like, she's trying to do it all her own, and she's struggling. Yeah, but luckily she has the beautiful Miss Diane. I love Miss Diane. What a great, like, I, I love the silver hair. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like a silver, silverish purple, I would yeah, say. love it. She is, she's become... I would say one of the best moms. Because she doesn't meddle. She's not trying to be a star, but like she's a star in her own right. Yeah. And I think we'll probably see more of her because she definitely comes on the Grease trip later in the season. Yeah, like watching both babies. Yeah, which will be beautiful. Like, I don't like... They're that. not going to show us that, but like I want them to show us Ms. Diane with the two babies. They better show on us On a blanket... Some. On a Grecian beach. They better show us some of that. I've never seen you so passionate. I've never heard you raise your voice like that. Unless you're yelling at me. It must be the Aiden Teenies. <laughs> We're drinking toilet water, Aiden Teenies. <laughs> okay. Atlanta. So we did, we covered Kenya. We covered Portia. Should we go to Lake Bailey for a second? Let's, let's dip our toes into the, the cool, cool waters, waters of, of Lake, Lake Bailey. Bailey. I mean, the thing is like... Cynthia is always acting, so all of this mm. with her and Chill was yeah. just like, wow. Yeah. Uh, she'll get her Razzie this year, but... I, I mean, some some people who listen to this podcast did love the wig rev- the, the, the self-wig reveal. The I think that will go on to be a much-used mm. um, uh, gif in the future. It's like Cheryl Underwood on the talk, removing her wig. Right. Ran so that Cynthia Bailey could remove her wig on the bed. Samantha from Sex and the City. Yes. Yes. 
Wow. Except for under different circumstances, obviously. Yeah, but listen, when you got to remove it, you got to remove it. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited for Cynthia and Chill. I mean, she's living like she's she's basically is she an LA resident unless she's filming Roa? Good. I hope so. For her benefit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't mind her. Like, I don't mind when she's acting because, like, sometimes we'll get like a fun bit. Like, Thirsty Bride was fun showing up to the yeah the party later in the episode. later in the episode. Yeah. No, she's like to me. She's an actress that I like. She's like a Dolores. She's like a like. The show's not focused on you, but you're adding like the. We right need spice. you to be there. You're like you're like the salt, the pepper. Like if we don't have that, we have nothing. Right. Yeah, Dolores also has, like, a bit this year that's, like, not too put on. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, when Tamara's acting, yeah. it's, like, it ruins the show. Yeah, Tamara thinks she's a Cynthia. She thinks she's a Dolores, but she's neither. You will never be a Cynthia. You will never be Dolores. Yeah. I think it's, like, Cynthia, Dolores, Robin all have the mm. same energy to me. Yeah. Like, they don't... We could just, like, have fun with them. Yeah. Much needed. Much needed. Yeah. All beautiful women. Beautiful. Okay, who else are we checking in Eva. with? Eva. Eva. And the mayor. And mayor. Of That's Atlanta. what Wendy Williams calls him the mayor, which I love. <laughs> oh my God. Salute to the mayor. <laughs> it's every time she calls him the mayor, it's so funny. <laughs> All right, even the mayor. They're moving. We're we're always moving. You gotta moving. keep it moving, as as they say. Out and there. this time they're gonna find a house that is good to stay. Mm. Do I believe it? No. No. I mean, <laughs> what's her tagline? By any means necessary, <laughs> but not above my means. Okay. <laughs> or whatever. I, I wish it was by any means necessary. Last week you loved her tagline. You like yelled at me. No. You were like, you don't get it. No. no, no. <laughs> <laughs> But and then we're we're pregnant. Did we know she was pregnant during the reunion last year? I can't keep like. Is she always pregnant? I think we knew. I don't. I think we. Yeah, I think we knew. Because Probably. it was like she was pregnant her first reunion, not pregnant her second reunion. Mildly pregnant her third reunion. Mm, Can okay. you believe she's been with us that long? She well, was friend first, of the, the first, first year. Yeah, was friend of. Yeah, yeah. Nini's friend of of all people. Well, I mean, Tanya was Nini's friend of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder who... Speaking of Tanya, where the fuck is Tanya? It's episode one, season... W- bonk. I don't know what this is. <laughs> Another good Instagram follow. Just joy that she, mm. She's joy that she brings. It's that Canadian spirit. Like, yeah. Truly. Shout out to our can- Canadian listeners. Shout out to our Canadian listeners. We know one of them, at least. Shanani. Does he still listen? He listens. Okay, good, good. Yeah. Shanani, if you're listening, give us a sign of life. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, God bless those Canadians. But where is she? We need her. But we know we're going to see her because she's going to take us to Toronto, I think. I know. I can't wait. Uh, let's talk more about what's going on this episode. Do you want to talk about the Barbie party? Are we ready for the Barbie party? Come on, party? Barbie. Let's go party. Uh, 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 yeah. Can I tell you something? So, Oh, we need to check in with Candy. But first, but first, um, <laughs> Julie Chen Moon does. Um, my uh, family used to do talent shows when I was young, and every year the girls would always perform um, 
Barbie girl. Mm. And or you can. They would choose one of the boy cousins to be Ken. Mm. So you didn't get it every year. Mm. I got it one year though. But I was Wait, more... this was a multi-year performance. Well, like every year they would like re-up it. Mm. Um, but I always re-upped my. Um... Were you the original Ken? No. But I was more Sad. focused. I was more focused on my solo act, where I was Linda Richmond from SNL, and I hosted Coffee Talk, mm-hmm. and I dressed in drag, and I interviewed. I interviewed my cousins. Oh, that reminds me of you taking over Caroline Stenbeck's karaoke party to host a talk show. That was a good talk show. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Anyways, let's go check in with Candy. Okay, so we already knew about this. The surrogate. Yes. Andy's impact. Dr. Jackie's there, which I am starting married to medicine. Oh, yeah. How far are you? I only got into the first two episodes, but okay. still. I would say I'll download it for the plane, but I'm a plane gamer. Okay. Yeah. But no, but I will do married to medicine. I promise. This I swear. But like, we're, I think we're wrapping up an epi- a season of married to medicine. Yeah, so we can catch up in the meantime. Like, I, like, I want to... I don't want to catch up, like, while something's currently airing. I want to, like, get ready for a fresh season. You know what I mean? Right, so start now, because yeah, there's yeah. a lot. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot. But Dr. Jackie's there. Um, the surrogate, we're checking in with her. She's happy and healthy. We were almost going to have twins, but we, we lost a twin. Right, but can we talk about Ace talking uh, on FaceTime? Speaking of a cute child. I feel like Ace, five seconds ago, was... Like a baby, not speaking. Like still having tummy time, and now he's like, now he's like, oh, uh, where's my sister? Like, yeah, is it, face <laughs> FaceTiming with the surrogate. Yeah, beautiful. No Riley. We also FaceTime with the surrogate. No Riley, I said. Oh, I thought you were saying no, comma Riley. Mm. No Riley. College. Yeah. No, she's still not in yet. high school. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So. We didn't get, like, any touches of the trailer fight, which is, like, all these businesses. Right. Which, like, we'll see. But we did go to one of the businesses. We did go to Old Lady Gang. Oh, yeah. We went to Old Lady Gang. For a pretty important scene. And so, all right. So, Sincerely is a person. Well, first of all, let's talk about Cynthia, Eva, Mm -hmm. and Candy were all sitting down at Old Lady Gang having a meal. And then... uh, Someone from the bar sent over a shot to candy. the pregnant lady and the woman who doesn't drink. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it was this woman, Sincerely, who apparently has been on Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. Or no, 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 Wags no. Wags Atlanta. Atlanta. Which, what? Wives and girlfriends. No, no, no. I know, I know what Wags means. What network? I think I Wags was on E. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. So she comes over, and she's the person who is rumored to be the mistress of Dennis. Mm. And she says she has never met him. Yeah. The funny thing, though, is that she comes over and she says, Oh, I don't want to bother you, but I sent you the shot. And then she's like, Well, actually, can I say one thing? And she goes into this whole thing. She, like, moseys on. Um, Side note with, with the Dennis stuff. There's, like, some weird undertone of, like, bestiality... Or, like, furry. There's something like that that I don't have my head wrapped around. But they did, like, the editors did put in a photo of 
uh, Dennis and Portia dressed as an animal at one point while explaining this. Portia was like wearing like a onesie with a tail on it. Yeah. Wild. Wow. Wow. Okay. Okay, So let's go Barbie. Let's come on Barbie. Let's go party. Yeah. So we're in a shopping center. A beautiful strip mall. I I think in Sandy Springs, if you know the area. Mm. Um, And we're having this Barbie party. And it's a fun party because everyone is supposed to come dressed as a different Barbie. And it's for uh, for Brooklyn, right? It's for Brooklyn Daily. Yeah. So who comes as what? So Cynthia comes as... Thirsty Bride. Thirsty Bride. And she has... No, not Noelle with her. It's Isn't it her niece comes with her? I have no idea who came with her. She has two people with her. One of them is a flower girl who she's mm. making throw... The, she's instructing you to throw the flowers. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah, remember? Um, what did Portia come as? Oh, Winter Barbie. Holiday Barbie. Holiday Barbie. Yeah. Um, Candy came as Rockstar Barbie. With Ace. With Ace. And then Eva was what Barbie? With sunglasses. Pregnant Barbie? Not pregnant Barbie. Just like... <laughs> like was Eva... Like, really gave the least effort, I want to say. She left early. True. She didn't bring her child because... Oh, she was afraid of what Kenya would do to the children. To the child. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Which, okay, so this is like the crux of the episode. Eva's a... Well, no, it's that, and then also the Portia... The Sincerely. It's this, the, sincerely the stuff we learned yeah, from yeah. Sincerely... The Eva, Candy, and Cynthia are sitting on the knowledge and haven't told Portia yet. And so... Well, they tell... They, they tell, tell Kenya, Kenya. And they tell Kenya, we don't want to tell her here. And then... And then Kenya twirls into the bedroom with Portia with a smile on her face. And they have their little heart-to-heart with their, their babies. I have to give props to Kenya. Carried this episode from the start to the finish. She's a star. But, like, she's kind of like a Bethany in terms of... A producer, but, like, a good producer. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not everyone has what Bethany has. Except for Kenya. Like, Tamrat thinks she's the producer, but she's no producer. She's no producer. Yeah. Leanne thinks she's the producer. Leanne thinks she's a producer, but she just has no food or production. They brought more food at the drive-thru than was at their actual wedding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get to that. Okay. (laughs) I think that's it for Atlanta. Yeah, I'm so excited for this season. It looks to be a great season. I mean, we have things to look forward to. We have a Tanya. Mm-hmm. Even though I'm not looking forward to, to Nini, like, I'm curious to see, like, what happens when Nini shows up. Right. Um, yeah, we have a season ahead of us. We're going to Greece. Do you think we're going to get any secret surprise Wendy Williams on this season of Atlanta? Well, there, there's not like a... I don't think there's really an Atlanta thing that happens quite like Potomac... Michael Darby. You know what I mean? Oh, I meant oh, as you mean friends. Like, as friends. Like no. a FaceTime no. anything? No. I wonder. No. Who know you never say never. Okay. Well, it, I mean, I will give you credit if it does happen. You deserve like all the acknowledgement in the world. Wow, that's really really nice of you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, let's go to OC. Let's twirl on over there. God, like snore on over there. I mean, you and I are in like two different pages this, this I, year. OC is really bugging me this season. I don't know what it is. I think it's like 
the people I like are not giving me anything. The new girl... Who you, who, oh, Sh- I well, always like Shannon. Then the new girl who I thought I liked, I'm like, she's kind of a disaster, and I unfollowed her on Instagram this week. Mm. Well, I, I wasn't following her driving in with, so maybe I wasn't as invested in her. But like, I feel like the new class I'm loving, and then like I love the idea of taking down the old class. Right. You know? Specifically Tamara. Yeah. But even... All right, we'll get to it in a minute. What happens? Okay, we're coming back from the party. The whatever party where Vicky yeah, got Vic, her yeah, face yeah. green. So the concept is everyone's talking about Kelly behind her back. They're pinning it on Bronwyn. And then that will get unraveled. Right. Before that gets unraveled, we have... Emily and Bronwyn hang out going paddleboarding. Mm-hmm. And then Emily puts her lawyer hat on. And she was the most sober at Vicky's birthday party. Right. So she's going to represent Bronwyn in the trial of Bronwyn, Bronwyn versus... Gina. Gina, Shannon, and Tamara. Mm-hmm. She'll represent... The, it's a class action. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um... What else happens before we get to... Oh, Gina has a therapy session where she announces to the world and Matt's girlfriend that she's hooking up with Matt. Ugh. (laughs) It's like Like, where we know... What we know has happened since. This is so dark and bleak. But like she's filming the scene to make a proclamation. (laughs) She really... Hear ye, hear ye. I hooked up with Matt. God. See, this is why... This is why, like, I don't like any of this. It's all bleak to me Mm. this year. I know, but, like, you gotta go in with, like, the right energy. Right, I never have the right energy. Like, if you're watching American Horror Story, you're not going in for, like, joy. You're going to be, like, spooked. Like, I'm being spooked right now. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um... So, Kelly, Tamara, and Shannon hang out. Mm-hmm. And then they call Bronwyn in a rage. And, like, Bronwyn's defending herself, and Tamara's shouting at her. And they essentially, like, hang up on her. Right. There's too much FaceTime this season, too, and mm-hmm. calls. But not enough emojis. Right. Exactly. Well, I need that was more great. Animoji. <laughs> right, but like if you're not going to do an animoji, get the person in the room with you, you know? Yeah. yeah. So we have that happen. We also have Emily and Shane on a romantic date. On like a bleak romantic date where he's ordering all this like food and like. Well, namely bread, a, a bread basket. Yeah, and like pushing it in her face. An appetizer of fries. <laughs> such a, he's such a little twerp. And then, like, they're fighting, and they're talking about the therapy. And, like, she's the one who wanted to stop therapy originally because he wouldn't take it seriously or open up during it. Mm-hmm. He's a very Ken Todd. Yeah. I, like, and what's interesting is, like, even now in the post, post-filming post press, she's, like, defending him even more. It's it so like, weird. Right? Yeah. When she was on Watch Evans Live, like, all of it. I don't get it. I don't I don't like it. Yeah. I like her though in general. 
I know. She's um she's not like quite a Heather Brow, but she's like a similar flavor. In terms of like so- someone in this cast who's somewhat reasonable. Right, like a non-OC type. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Basically, exactly. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So then we get to the takedown of Tamrat. Oh my god. It's Bronwyn, Emily. Bronwyn and her counsel, Emily. <laughs> <laughs> Emily Simpson. Um, Shannon Bador. And Kelly Dodd. Mm-hmm. And then we get down to the truth. Ke- this is where Kelly learns that it was Tamara and not Vicky who brought up the train. Right. And we got that beautiful like flashback of like all the times that she's been pissed about Vicky this season. Mm-hmm. I love a f- Kelly flashback. Yeah. Kelly, Kelly is the matriarch of OC. Prove me wrong. Maybe if like the OC was next to normal, the musical, you won't get this, but mm. if it's... Mm-mm. Okay. <laughs> Great. <laughs> the, the true musical theater fans in yeah. the audience will get it. The Broadway it. babies. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so it all unravels. And then while this is happening, the shots of Shannon looking like her world is crumbling. Because her world is? Her world is literally Tamara Barney. I mean, they have, like, the sickest relationship. I know. They speak ten times a day. And, like, then when they're not speaking, Tamara's criticizing Shannon. Although, here, here's what shit. I wonder. Okay. This is, like, kind of, like, an okay boomer moment. Is if, like, are boomers calling each other ten times a day because, like, they're not G-chatting or texting? Are these two considered boomers? Yeah. Really? What's the cutoff for boomers? Oh, I mean, they're probably, like, late Gen X. Okay. Or Gen X. So... But that's, like, a slippery slope, right? Okay, boomers is 55 to 75. So my mom is a boomer. Mm. She calls her best friend from growing up... Yeah. ...every single day on her way to work. They talk every single day on their way to work. Yeah. But they text, too, but they... don't. I don't think they text as regularly as we do... Mm. Um, and then my mom will send me a G chat every morning mm. and I missed her G chat yesterday cause I like saw it and I didn't accidentally God, how didn't dare reply. You? Then I missed it again today. <gasps> and so at like 10 o'clock she text messaged me. 10 o'clock AM. Yeah. Mm. And said, hi. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Good on Mary Lou. Yeah. So, that's, that's like, boomer behavior. Yeah. I think, like, Gen X behaviors, maybe they were the generation of calling each other a lot Mm because they, like, had more phone lines. Sure, 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 sure. So, maybe they're the generation of calling. Call me, maybe, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wow, Um, I can't believe we just solved generations. Yeah. (laughs) And then, like, Gen Z's snapchatting like constantly back and forth are they even i yep. think they're tiktoking Th- that's you don't understand you don't understand how they work mm. so tiktok is used for like creating tiktoks in the way that you see them in the feed snapchat is used for messaging 
So I, they're constantly sending like photos of the tops of their heads with texts, like back and forth, back and forth. I back thought and forth. I thought like Snapchat was in trouble. It's not. I just saw a study that mm. it's still very much in use by that generation. Mm. Okay. I mean, TikTok... I mean, it's in trouble as far as, like, monetizing it, because, like, that generation isn't, mm. like, there for the ads. No, but, like, that generation, like, is there to spend money. Like, their parents' money. Okay. I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not, like, a, a marketer or anything. Let's... <laughs> let's go to New Jersey. Okay. This is already a super-sized episode. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, Jersey. Jersey, we already saw, they released like the first seven minutes early. Yeah. Did you watch that earlier? No? Yeah, but it was like nothing. It was like, it was, the first seven minutes was, we touched down with Margaret and we learned that. Well, there was a baby in the house. Yeah. It was like a co-worker's baby and then like Joe Josephs was taking care of it. And we learned that Big Marge or whatever her name is, went to the city and got a bookkeeping job and, and is now ever, out every night. Having the time of her life. Having the time of her life. Then we touched down with Dolores and her three men. Yes. This is the bit that I like. I like Force Company or whatever. Can we talk about for a split second Frankie Jr.'s backpack? I didn't notice it. It's a leather, like Louis Vuitton, but not Louis Vuitton, like a a knockoff, like a not a knockoff, but like maybe like a like a cool New Jersey Italian brand. I'm not familiar with. Okay. But you did not notice that. You were too focused on Frankie himself, I'm sure. No, I'm not. I, I'm not attracted to Frankie. Oh, I thought you were like a... a fr- are you a Frankie Sr.? Yeah, more Frankie Sr. Mm. I like Scott. Is that his name, Scott? The baby? The baby deliverer? Yeah, I like him. I, I'm, I'm, let's talk about Jackie's husband, because that's who the real star is. And the Come Through Queen communicate, mm. community was blowing up about him today. There's a really good Instagram that she posted recently yeah. that I sent to Horse Girls yeah, like, yeah, 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 a yeah. while ago. Yeah. He's the real star. I mean, he has like the right mix of personality and looks. And it's, I'm not saying he's a star for his personality. No, but like, he's not like thirsty like Joe Gorga is. Yeah. In terms of like being on the show. I've never really been into Joe Gorga. Someone in this household is a Joe Gorga super fan. And oh. it's not me. <laughs> Scary. Um, okay. Jersey. We get the little dinner with that starts the drama mm. with Zia, Jackie, and Marge, which seems to be like the click. So like no one's really playing it right, I guess except Marge, because like Teresa doesn't realize that Marge is in on it. Right. Marge is the one who brought it up first. Yeah. Um, which I bet Teresa starts to learn later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because okay, and- like Marge and Teresa are yelling at each other in the trailer. Yeah, yeah, and I don't think they're friendly right now. So Jackie is concerned. Jackie has her eyes glued to this video <gasps> of from Teresa's Instagram story of Jennifer making fun of things that Jackie said during the reunion. Okay, so you and I were both. Jackie's super fans last season. And I'm not saying that that's necessarily fallen. One episode okay. isn't enough. Well, okay. I'm going to speak on my behalf then. I'm just saying we were both super fans last right. season. Let me speak of where I am right now. 
she looks so corny this episode. Right. I also have been on record saying that she might be a monster season two. Oh, yeah. You were predicting this. Because she, I saw, like, her image change a little bit as far as, like, she's really into Instagram and everything. And so I won't be surprised if I hate her by the end of the season. But this episode wasn't enough to totally turn me off. Let me tell you what turned me off this episode. What, I don't know what else was in that Instagram video because I never saw that until today. But if the worst of it is Jennifer saying uh, Miriam Webster and like, well, I don't even remember yeah. what else. Like, they're just quoting you. Quoting you. And housewives love having quotable moments. I think the thing was like she was saying, "Oh, me and Jennifer have grown close since the reunion aired. We've been doing like things with our kids together. I love her family, yada yada yada." And then she goes and does this. I think that was the crux of her argument, yeah. which it puts it more into context, which makes sense, but I see what you're saying. I I, I can't imagine my feelings being hurt by this. But I mean, like, Jennifer's still bringing up the article. So, uh, yeah. But, like, we're on Housewives. We're going to bring up the same shit forever. Right. You know? Uh, I just, like, can never stand as one of Teresa's soldiers. Okay. I want to also quickly mention the fact, nothing is more interesting to me than a second season Housewife. Yeah. Like, that is, like, the pinnacle for me. Like, my eyes are glued to second season Housewives. Trying to figure it out like Summer Sanders. Like they've had a season where they did not know what was going on. They came across as one way. They came across as one way. Think about Deandra Simmons. Ooh, what a fall from grace wow. that was. Think about so many, so many, se- like one to two seasons. Aviva Drescher. Aviva Drescher. Camille, one to two. Well, that was a rise up. I know, but like, but I'm not saying it always goes one way. Right. I'm just saying the transition from one to two is always the most interesting to me. Yeah. Dolores. <laughs> Listen, steady. She's steady. asleep in the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's why I love her. She's consistent. <laughs> she is someone you want in your corner. But also She's like, the best friend you could ever have. Her first season was her fourth season because she had been in the background for years. Right. <laughs> Okay, so we had that we had that lunch or dinner or whatever it was. The Ooh, scene with the kids. Can the, we talk about the kids? Yeah, the kids meaning the Judiches. The Judiches. I the kids and their mother I Gia Judice. Gia Judice, mother of <laughs> Teresa, Gabriella, Adriana, and Melania. And no, no, and no, no. I could have had a director's cut one hour. Of just this one scene. I honestly cannot believe we have not gotten a real Don't Be Tardy style spinoff of the Judices. This scene, I don't know what happened. And it's not even like it was only one of the girls. It was as if all the girls woke up and they were like, uh, yeah, we're going to file the appeal in the appellate court and like, uh, the statute of limitations is this long. Like right. everyone was like speaking so clearly, and it wasn't like, "Mom, like I want the bust." Well, both Gia, both Gia and Melania said that they wanted to be lawyers, and Gia's going to law school. 
No, she's not. She's going to? No, uh, okay, so this, this is what was... This stuck out to me as someone who has gone through all this. She's like, yeah, I want to go to Rutgers. Like, they have a law school. It's like, one has nothing to do with the other. It's not like you go to Rutgers undergrad and then you get into the Rutgers law school. Right, but she'll eventually go there. And she wants to stay close to home, so she wants to do both. Yeah. I believe in her. She's going to be a lawyer. She's going to be at the Supreme Court of the United States one day. <laughs> she will be. Yeah. Sitting with Sotomayor yeah. and Elena Kagan and in just Kavanaugh. a few years. I mean, probably Kavanaugh as well. Yeah. This, I mean, this scene was just so... Like, weren't they... I feel like we were all speaking a different language. Than we have before. Yeah. In the past. Yeah. They woke up. Well, and also, like... It, it's... I think... They really have been through something very hard as a family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Gia especially is, like, at the age where, like, you start to, if you're going through something tough as a family, like, siblings have to start to, like, start caring about stuff. Mm -hmm. And, like, start, like, actually looking into stuff and figuring out the situation. Yeah, let's rally the troops. Yeah. So, that's what they're doing. So, Gia, I have to say, giving the dad the ultimatum... I will never speak to you if you don't stay in ICE custody and fight this here. Well, she's already gone against that promise. But, like, first of all, I can't imagine, like, telling, to, like, a parent who's in jail. You got to say? Like, I'd be like, maybe you need to decide what you were doing. For- well, I mean, like, a young person, like, as I, as I just yes. made the case for, like... Her standing up as a like someone who's getting a little older and like yeah. figuring stuff out for the family. There's still the selfishness of being a teenager and like all of that selfish shit that you're yeah. like, no, f- like figure it out. You suffer until you until you make things normal for this family again. I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't really like. I don't know the intricacies of like the appeal's not over. He's still right. Like the case is not closed. Right. Her implication in her demand is that if you leave, it makes the case worse. But I don't understand that implication. Like, you either are going to be deported or you're not per the case. Like, they kept saying, like, once he leaves, he cannot come back. But that... But that that's what they're saying. But, but, but like, could he come back at the end? If Is the case still being heard in... The case is not closed. Like, so present day, Could he potentially come back? Yes. Do we know that by law of the land or whatever? Yeah, yeah. No, the case is not closed. But, like, he could never come back permanently or, like... No, they're just... Like, they're saying, like... I guess the point is you're no longer here. Okay. While you're fighting. Like, you could either be here in ICE custody or be there and still fight it. Okay. I don't think choosing to not sit in ice custody affects the likelihood one way or the other of the ruling i could be wrong i don't know about that well yeah they presented it as such as it does as as if it does which i don't think it does i don't know it's not like okay uh let me see these are the facts of the case and like oh you chose to go back while this is pending well 
All right, case closed. Well, the way Sonny Hostin lays out the law on The View, yeah. she says things like that could affect it. <laughs> so that's what I believe. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. Should we go to the party? Let's go to the party. Let's go to Don't Be Tardy for the Aiden Cocktail Patient, patient Party Appreciation Party. At this place called Water... The waterside? Or waterside. Like- which... Is seems to be a restaurant because I googled it, but mm. I noticed that the person who came to look at the pool mm. to do the pool, he had yeah. a shirt oh, on. We forgot to talk about him. Yeah. yeah so Tony? one of yeah, Tony Ken, Tony Ken, whatever. Teresa's like fling uh, high from fling. high school fling is building her a pool. Which in her backyard. I gotta say, sliding doors. Like, what could have happened? If yeah, he's hot. Um, <laughs> he had a shirt on that said water or something that I thought mm. said water or whatever. I well, I mean, was... like, he is in the water industry. So it's not, like, strange for that to be the case. Oh, good point. I thought it was, like, the same company that... <laughs> I thought it was the same company both, from the restaurant. They both throw parties and install pools. I literally thought it was, like... You know how Rails was on so much yeah, and we yeah. had to like piece that together? Yeah. I thought this was like the new Rails. Yeah. Everything, every service that they get is through this one company. Mm-hmm. Yep. So they're at this party and everyone shows up. Good. Which, good. Even though like Jackie is actively fighting with Jennifer at this point. So this is the other thing that Jackie looks so crazy. Showing up? You either are so pissed you can't show up. Or you show up and say hi. Right. And give a hug and that's it. Mm-hmm. But she showed up and didn't even want to acknowledge Jennifer. Good for her. But like, it's like a crazy world where I'm like on Jennifer's side. That's fine. And then Jackie won't even say goodbye to her as she's walking out. Wow, you're really like doing the etiquette rules when this is just a house. No, you episode. gotta say goodbye. You gotta <laughs> say goodbye to your host. No, have you heard of an Irish goodbye? Yeah. Jackie is part Irish, I think. <laughs> Jacqueline Bean. Uh, no, you got to say goodbye to your host. You don't have to say goodbye to everyone, but you do have to say goodbye to your so host. So Jackie gets into it with both Jennifer and Teresa during it. The Gen- Jennifer got, like, weirdly aggressive in that fight. She, like, almost was, like, motioning that she was going to almost body check her. Well, if the shoe fits. She deserves. And then... Strangely, so... J- Jackie and Teresa come to a don't talk to me, don't talk about me, I won't talk about you truce. But like if Jackie blinks the wrong way, Teresa's gonna say, like, my husband's gonna go in catatonic, jail. yeah. Yeah. That's why it's like I think this show's this show's really good, but I think Teresa, Teresa all, it's yeah. just like we can never get away from her temper, which yeah. I don't like, and which why I thought Caroline Manzo spoke truth to power <laughs> on um, Dear Albie. Dear, dear Evan Hansen. The, the, <laughs> she a better the podcast than this. Uh, yeah. I, it's going to be a good season. Yeah, no, I, I have the high, high, high hopes for a living. For I just season. wish that we were already looking at an OC and a Dallas like reunion coming in like a week. But <laughs> well, we know one's being filmed. Yeah, we're in this for the long. And long. we know that Vanderpump Rules is taking the OC time slot. And who knows? Dallas could very much not get a reunion this year. <laughs> get out of here! <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna get the summer house treatment. 
I could see it. Get out of here. Get out. I could honestly see it. I predict that. (sighs) Okay, let's go to Dallas and wrap this up. So the wedding, we're still waiting on Leanne's mother. What a beautiful wedding. Oh my god. It's too many curtains. So many, so many, um, what's, what's like the band that sings that? Panic at the Disco. So much Panic at the Disco. High High Hopes. What a beautiful wedding. Well, yeah. Well, we were talking about High High Hopes, like, (laughs) off air. And I I was also singing it, like, five (laughs) seconds ago. Uh, Okay. So we're splitting this up into... Deandra and the wedding versus Jeremy the cooking contest. Chopped, chopped. De- Deandra, Jeremy, chopped. Like, and how many dishes did they make? Seems like they made like four. It was like two appetizers and one entree. Stupid waste uh, of food. Actually, interesting that they did like. So you you don't like a, a soft shell crab? No, I hate. Ooh. Well, they did that. I, I know. A fried sh- soft shell crab, I feel like, is, is more forgiving. Jeremy's on the grill, I'm less interested in. Ooh. Ugh. People, ugh. When people put the fried soft shell crab between two buns and eat it like yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, no thank you. Listen, everything else you're eating is an animal, too. But, like, deconstructed. Mm-mm. Let's reconstruct. Oh. <laughs> it's like... Never mind. Mm-hmm. If we ate, like, if we put a full fried cow, mm. soft shell cow, between cow. a bun. Wow, that, that would be a meaty <laughs> sandwich. But imagine if it was, like, miniature, like a crab size. Yeah. You're getting the horns, the hooves. Uh, I would have loved some Mama D here. Yeah. She should have been judging. Who was judging, really? Yeah. We need Mama D as judge. Winner gets... Keys to Green Miracle. <laughs> oh my god. The wedding was so... It edited so rudely. Well... As we, she was walking down the aisle. We, I mean, we pick it up with the mom showing up right before she's walking down the aisle. Right. As she was walking down the aisle, though, was yeah. showing, like, all of the instances where, like, people she's begging. were unsure. She was begging. People were unsure that she was going to get married. Rich has cheated on her. Like, they really did her dirty... Everything's bigger in Dallas. She loves it, though, I'm sure. (laughs) I mean, I have no sympathy because the theatrics of her going to get the chili dog. That was awful. In the wedding dress, in the Rolls Royce, was like, I'm acting. acting." (laughs) It's just like, why do you want a chili dog? Can I please eat it in the car? Can I please? Please. It's just like so, so like corny. on your wedding day, you don't want to be like in a drive through. And I'm not above I'm not above a chili dog, I'm not above a drive through. Um, you know what? A drive through at the end of the wedding. That would be that'd celebrated. Be That'd be great. Okay, so it's been Facebook community demanded for us to talk about the five hour break. I just like it literally was to get away with not serving a meal and paying that cost. So, my eyes and the camera could not land on more than a charcuterie, a wedding cake, and alcohol. Which, I, like, I did not see a single pastoral d'oeuvre. I saw a cupcake, but that's basically that's, like a wedding cake. That's not a pastoral d'oeuvre. It was like sad that half the cast wasn't there. 
wasn't it? Yeah. It was like to go to a scene in a weird restaurant with brandy was weird. To be at Chopped's is weird. Oh, yeah. We got like brewing, throwing food on the floor. Yeah. We got Chopped going on. Just like, ugh. If who, you're going to have a wedding episode, make it a wedding who else episode. Was miss- I feel like one more person was missing. or No? No. no just the two they were all them. there. That's like, they're not paying these women a ton. Let's like add two more housewives. Yeah. Add two more housewives to the wedding or the cast? To the cast. Well, they're apparently casting. Mm-hmm. So I wonder what how that'll pan out. I don't think the new Carrie's going over well. Mm-hmm. Like, to make people miss Carrie Duber is a talent. I mean, if Bethany has anything to do with that. Yeah. So, well, Bethany has that Mark Burnett deal. We need to speak of how Mark Burnett was in the news today because he's talking to Trump about doing Celebrity oh, Apprentice yeah. White House. <sighs> I... That also really lowers the Bethany cachet. I know. That's what I'm getting at here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, The only other big notable thing for me, aside from the fact that there's no food, Mm. is uh, Leanne, when her mother came up to (gasps) her during the reception, icy cold. Push her out of the way for Phyllis. She, like, put her arm around her mother for a split second and was like, Explain to somebody, <laughs> this is my mother. And I was like, thank you, fan. And I was like, thank you. And her mom like teetered off. And then as she, she was making some comment like, oh, I'm glad that Rich took her off my hands. Or like yeah. something, just something bleak. Well, there was another conversation after Leanne left to go get her chili dog where she was still standing in the church of hope. Mm-hmm. It was like, she was loved. She was like... I hope this means that she'll stop with that narrative that she's saying she wasn't loved or something like that. And then, like, the cousins were like, well, that's her story. Yeah. I mean, I don't stand with either party in what's Mm -hmm. better here. It just was a moment. Yeah. A moment Um, for life. And one more thing, because we were going to... We're setting up Thailand to go save Travis's dad. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Now everyone's going to Thailand to save the dad. Wild with the ping pong show, and you know what? I'm glad we're going with Travis. Yeah, I'm glad that Stephanie's gonna shoot a ping pong out of. I'm loving Travis this season. Love Travis. Do you know, like when he was in that hot tub, didn't you want to go like cuddle up next to him? No, (laughs) Travis and Stephanie, could you believe it? 12 or 13 year difference. Really? For me, they seem like like maybe like seven, seven or eight years. Wild. So, how old is he? We're going. We're we're throwing a fiftieth birthday for him. Oh yeah, wow. and she, and she's only like thirty seven or thirty eight. He doesn't seem fifty to me. He has like a younger spirit. Yeah. 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 Though, like Bethany's turning forty nine. Mm. Anna Navarro's forty seven. But Deandra had her 50th birthday. She has an older spirit than Travis to me. Well, yeah, she's because she sold her soul to mm, the devil. And so, mm, like, mm. the opposite. Have you ever read a picture of Dorian Gray? Mm, I feel yeah. like the opposite's happening. Yeah. Brennan, who is our Freak of the Week? Can Before we get to the Freak of the Week, I want to do the runner-up Freak of the Week. Because oh. it has to do with Dallas. Okay. So... Leanne's wedding planner, who we know and love, that oh, yeah. sweet man in the bowl cut, who I've met and dined with, actually. Yeah. He posted a video on his Twitter, which I posted in the Facebook group, and you should go seek it out and look. Yeah. Where he has a diagram of the wedding reception, 
and he has a cutout of himself and a cutout of Carrie Burninshaw or whatever her name is. Brittingham. Brittingham. And he's explaining where the food is placed in the wedding. The buffets, he claims, which yeah. we know as charcuteries. All right. Let's play a, an audio clip of him yes. explaining it. I pulled it right out of the binder. And oh my gosh, look in this binder. If you want to flip like right to catering, look, a catering bill from Spice of Life Catering in Dallas. What a concept. Well, let's look at the food buffets at the wedding. Okay, shall we? Okay, here we are. Well, look, it's Carrie Brittingham. Come on in, Carrie. I'm so happy you're here. Let's first of all put your gift on the gift table. What? You didn't bring a gift? Your presence is your gift? Oh, well, I've never heard of that before. So interestingly enough, he does not provide us with any photographic proof that there was food. And someone commented and asked for photographic proof, and he said something along the lines of watch the episode. So we, wa- we watched what happened live. We watched what happened live. Uh, also, one other runner-up oh. for Freak of the Week, and that would be today's 5,000th episode of The View. Oh, it's Psycho. Uh, it's strangely fully available on YouTube, so you guys can go check it out. Yeah, it's, um, the majority, they did one segment that, like, looked back on, like, the history of The View, but... With Bill Getty, With Bill Getty was present. He was the original executive producer of The View. He's the person who fired Joy Behar, actually. And she was hired back. Um, and then the rest of the episode was devoted to Donald Trump Jr. and Kimberly Guilfoyle. You can predict how that probably went i mean what was interesting was that not only was there chaos among them but the chaos of the audience was influencing the interview as well right there were like maga people in the audience and like then there were anti-maga people in the audience just go it's and we're picking up from commercial with like megan mccain turning to the audience and saying like if i could speak now (laughs) right just like it's a mess so they're runner up they're uh one last thing about that. Abby Huntsman, at first wanting to rip Junior's face off, and then closing out the episode with, like, so when are the wedding bells going to ring? She's really, <laughs> she's a fright. Okay, but the, the one true freak <clears throat> of the week. So you've seen the photos. It's David Bedore and Leslie Ann Cook. So David Bedore, his girlfriend is named Leslie Ann Cook, and she posted on her Instagram two nudes of the couple, <laughs> apparently in Italy, where it's, ta- I would say tasteful nudes, but they're not tasteful. But everything's covered up except for like a butt. A butt and a boob? And a, a side, side boob. boob. A side boob. Mm-hmm. Um, the caption of the photos was, beauty is in the eye of the bee, quote, hold her. <laughs> By David Bedore. Hashtag Refugio Mangiano. <laughs> hashtag Spartan. Hashtag Just Another Hike. Hashtag Statue of David. Ooh, Statue of David. Um, then I just wanted to note also, like, she later posted something about Andy Cohen after mm. he gave it the free coal. Not the free coal. The, the jackal <laughs> of the week. And then um, posted... <laughs> Sorry, he, she then posted something about Shannon's boyfriend after she posted a screenshot of like Shannon's boyfriend having viewed her Instagram oh. story and like tried to call him out. But like, if this was going on, yeah, 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 like of course I everyone's gonna be going look to look at your Instagram sure. story. You fucking freak of the week. 
Freak yeah. of the Year. Freak of the Year. We hate you, Leslie Ann Cook. Oh. Just kidding. Love okay. you. Love you. All right. Who do we love? The one true queen. <laughs> the one true matriarch of Orange. One, Juju Dice, who we can credit for taking us on the journey to Italy. Present day. November... 7th, 2019, <laughs> showing us the reunion shot. Beautiful. I'm excited to see like more confessionals from our. You were saying the pop up video that aired the second airing of Ronge said like. They did like a behind the scenes episode with like pop up fun facts. And they're like, she's a, a pleasure to deal with. <laughs> yeah. The producers say that. She is a pre- pleasure to deal with, and she drove herself to the interview. Also, in that reunion photo, so I saw someone say, Joe Judice looks like Tony Collette in it, and I can't stop thinking about that. <laughs> well, Brendan, you've been a pleasure to deal with this week. Wow, that's a first. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, open up your Spotify, and just like follow us. It won't change your Spotify. It won't charge you anything. But I think like only good could come from it. Yeah. Um, uh, leave a review. Go follow Dan on Twitter at IDKIDK. Go follow me and Aunt Brendan. Go follow us at Come Through Queen on Twitter. Then go over to Facebook. Join the Facebook group. I mean, we talk about it all the time. And we've actually got a new slew of members. And actually, fun fact, it seems very easy if you are a member to like just... For you to invite people into the group. Yeah. Do that, but only cool people. Don't, like, do, like, people who are going to disagree. Like, we're all on a similar wavelength here for the most part. We don't need people who are going to be, like... Yeah. Fighting us. So, why don't you go agree with some merch? Go to (laughs) comethroughqueen.com slash store. Maybe you'll get in time time for BravoCon. Who knows? Can't guarantee it. I'll see you there. (laughs) Uh, Brandon, I'll see you there. So you'll be squirping and chirping. Yeah. Uh, okay. You can like, comment, subscribe, heart share, retweet. Love us, love us. Please retweet. See you next week. I want to see you come through, Queen. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.